One of your hosts, LT Thornton, and I am joined by my always reliable co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What is up on this very special episode, LT? Yeah, this is a very special episode, and we're going to get into why that is. But first, I'm going to tell you guys... About our mission. Our mission on the Tallcast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever, we will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Ah, now we got that out of the way. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Steve, since last episode, how, how often have we talked to each other? Uh, you texted me today and said, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> and that was about two hours ago. Yeah. So that's it, brother. There was an early debate on whether or not we were going to have uh, a couple of weeks. We were going to take a couple of weeks before we uh, uh, dove into this stuff and, you know, just address it after the new year. But... Then a little movie. It has to be done. Yeah, a little movie came out last Thursday, and you know, I heard it's doing I. You know, it's I. It's it's I. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, guys, if you haven't already picked up on the vibe, uh, we don't have much to talk about today. This is pretty much going to be devoted entirely to Spider-Man: No Way Home, Uh, because I think it's not only worth reviewing and it's a spoiler review so you guys may not want to listen to this episode until after you have seen it but um i I think there's a lot to discuss of the movie i think it's very newsworthy both with uh what we learned from it and how it is performing um so we're gonna dive into all of that that is the entire subject of today's episode And then just FYI, after this week's episode, we will be taking a two-week hiatus and coming back to you guys fresh in the new year. Sir. So. I'm so excited to talk about this. You know, okay, so he saw it already. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw this uh, movie on Saturday, and I couldn't talk to him because (laughs) we had this plan. So that's where we are, nerds. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, seen nothing. Um, the only tease I gave was last week's episode. I said uh, I did not expect it to be my movie of the year. Um, yeah. I expected my movie of the year uh, all up until the week before. It, last week, it was Miller's versus the Machines. Um, yeah. And then I saw this film. 
So <laughs> obviously I'm gushing already, but let's let's just go ahead and dive into let's it. Let's just let's just get at it. Let's just get I you don't understand, man. I I have been so ready to hear your take on this movie. <laughs> Literally scene by scene. I yeah. wanna know. Yeah. It's um there there's a lot. Um, so much with Oh man, I can't Yeah. Mm. First of all, I just need to preface this. This is this is how I need to start this episode. I owe every single one of our listeners an apology. We no, we <laughs> see, I feel like we should have talked first because we owe every single one of our listeners <laughs> in Twitter as a whole yeah. an apology. Yeah, the internet as a whole. I did not think what this movie was setting up was actually possible to do in a movie. Me either. I didn't th- here okay. <laughs> I feel like I was hoodwinked. Yeah. Bamboozled. Mm-hmm. I and I I can't for the life of me how think of how I did not see it coming. I talked myself out of so many leaks. There was did so you? many leaks. I, I see I, I kind of avoided a lot of that, right? The only thing I kind of knew was like or didn't know but but saw was Andrew Garfield, Tommy McGuire. Yeah. There is so much more to this movie than that. Yeah. I I do a lot of internet surfing, and I travel through a lot of different nerd spheres. And I casually came across a ton of things. Things that I now, after seeing the movie, realize was 100% legitimate. I saw a mm-hmm. full-on spoiler, but I talked myself out of it because I was like, that's that's not real. Well, let's get into some of these spoilers. Let's start at the start. Yeah, let's start. And then just work our way through Let's it. start. Because there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, it picks up right after uh, Far From Home. Uh, and guys, if I haven't said it already, uh, full spoilers from this point forward. So you've been warned. Um, yeah, starts right after Far From Home. Uh, obviously, the, the identity reveal... There was a cute little scene with uh, J. Jonah Jameson and how he got his start. He's in a dirty, <laughs> dirty apartment, like <laughs> with all his conspiracy theories. Just it was uh, blue screen and <laughs> yeah, on his Alex Jones stuff. <laughs> yep, <laughs> hawking his uh, his, his supplements. supplements. <laughs> <laughs> what a shot! Oh my god! Oh. So awesome though. So oh, yeah. awesome. No, they they. They understand what J. Jonah Jameson is. Um, And, yeah, you know, we got a ton of, uh, (laughs) just a ton of J.K. Simmons uh, in Mm. this. And I'm so happy for that. But uh, there's how it's impacting, you know, Peter Parker's life, his family, his friends. Uh, But we're, what, maybe 12 minutes in and it knocks our socks off? Yeah. Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock, is just there. And the way it was He's done, just, you see it was perfect. the blind man's pull. I don't know the official term uh, for it. but Right, the cane or the, yeah. Uh, was, so crazy. That was, I, you know, I, 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 I thought it might happen. Yeah. But they, they just did it so nonchalantly. Absolutely. Without any kind of fanfare or any kind of anything that's that was happening, yeah. Boom, Charlie Cox in the scene, yeah. 
Now I'll tell you, my original thought and theory is that, oh, this is, um, this is this universe's Charlie Cox dare or Matt Murdock Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm not so sure because, mm. it, so this is crazy because it could ease. We might get more information with what is coming out tomorrow tomorrow and tomorrow also, yeah <laughs> right yeah we might get more information about how this is exactly working but this could just will, as easily because be, it's all timing yeah they could acknowledge that matt murdoch from the netflix show is just canon in this universe mm-hmm Part of me doesn't want that because some really crazy, goofy stuff happened, and you're basically rolling in all of that Defender stuff. Mm. But it's also like, <sighs> I my my brain, I I I don't know. Uh, part of me wants it to be different, right? I want yeah. new Daredevil stories that aren't necessarily tied to the stuff on Netflix. You know, but I I do want you know. Um, Deborah Ann Wall back as Karen Page. I want, you know, obviously Vincent D'Onofrio and all of the side characters. I, w- I want all that stuff to back in, but I want it in a way that is is more cohesive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that it knocked my socks off, especially that yeah, they man. would do it that early. I thought that that would be something that they would maybe throw in the last act as something. And like I said, they, they didn't do anything crazy to bring him in. No. He was just in the scene. And that's what makes me think that maybe his stuff is canon because there was no special way they set him up. There was no yeah. new look. He was... He was exactly the same. Exactly. Um, and And they're not even doing any kind of origin or anything it seems like because they knew and then they did the the brick through the window thing and it was let me tell you (laughs) it was so quick the guy next to me right yeah the lady that he was with was just sitting down again yeah and he was like damn it i missed it because you know the audience reacted right right and he was like damn it i missed it and i was like somebody threw a brick through the window and he caught it He's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Thursday showing was absolutely um, filled up. And I remember I was just, like, confused. Because somebody behind me was like, wait, who, who who's that? Oh. I was like, ooh, you got some catching up to do, man. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you're here on a Thursday with right. the wrong information. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, you took somebody's seat. For this nonsense. <laughs> yeah. But they dropped it, and then they just moved on. And I was just like, yep. buh, buh, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> just, just, just casually. Just casually. <laughs> That's the things that the MCU is allowed to just do. <laughs> yeah, it was It was great. So they spent great. the time. I loved how they spent the time wallowing in how crappy his situation was now. Yeah. Um, letting us live in it for a little while before, uh, jumping into the ask of Dr. Strange and the, (laughs) going to the Sanctum Santorum filled with snow 
<laughs> Wong casually dropping, yeah, bro, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme because you were gone for five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he even kind of said, well, you know, he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that was great, man. Yeah. Really hilarious. There is a running theme, uh, and there's a running meme of Wong now, though, where he's like, they're like, hey, uh, there's an Avengers uh, level threat. What are we going to do about this? And Wong says, I don't know, but y'all have a good time, though. Takes his bags and leaves. <laughs> he just goes through a portal and dips out. Swayze. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't let that happen to me, though. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, dog. Right. Oh, Sucks to be he, you. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, he goes to Doctor Strange, and he makes the ask. Uh, hey, I need you to, you know, use the time stone. And I like how Strange acknowledged, like, bro, I ain't got no time stone anymore. This is, mm-hmm. but we do have this forget me spell that we use all the time. Like, we use it for birthday parties. We use it for <laughs> right, even on Wong. <laughs> right, <laughs> I, Wong was like, I don't remember you using that. And he's like, exactly. So yeah, really fun yeah. dynamic there. But they get into the spell and. Obviously, Peter screws it up by saying, mm-hmm. oh, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? Uh, and we see br- reality break for a second. And then mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange contains it in a decahedron, I think. Yes. Which I. Yeah, that's a. Tin. A D10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a D10. Di- I was like, oh, the D&D <laughs> nerds. Oh, man, we are living our best lives right now. Just. <laughs> He's like, did he try so- that spell in a D10? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and we had so- our MacGuffin for the movie at that point, too. Yeah, that was going to say. So that introduced kind of that piece, yeah. right? That thing that we we're, we have to go after. The thing that we have to hold on to. Right. The thing that everybody else wants. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. And then, you know, we get the whole bridge scene and Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus just shows up. Confused as hell. Right. Fresh <laughs> off his death. Right. <laughs> in Spider-Man 2. I love that aspect of it. Like, he just, yeah. he was like, now he looked different. They never explained why for that. They're just. Um, he just did. Right. Also, let's give credit where credit is due. They're getting really good at this. The de-aging technology in this was scary they good. did yeah. an amazing job here. I didn't even realize until I saw an interview with Alfred Molina after. And I was like, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, ha- tip of the hat. Like, that... Like I said, that's getting scary good. They're just gonna, mm-hmm. they're just gonna film old movies with dead actors in a couple Yikes. years. <laughs> Yowza! <laughs> oh my Dude, god! Dude, I mean, even even seeing Alfred Molina in this universe was like, oh my gosh! This was a, this was another one of those things for me mm-hmm. that it, it felt like that first Avengers movie, like. Holy crap, yeah. they did it. Yeah. it was the They s- really did it. It was the scene we saw in the trailers, but, you know, it was just really well done. I love the action in the scene, too. Like, how Peter's yeah. trying to save somebody, but D- Dr. Octopus is putting hands on him, right? Like, absolutely, like, clobbering him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like they all did Toby. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of how I felt like. That's yeah. kind of how I felt like. I was like, oh, he ain't never took took blows like this before. Yeah. But <laughs> I love, <laughs> in a nice little bit of like 2021 humor, I loved how Peter's device just paired to his arms. <laughs> just automatically just paired like, oh. just wi-fi up oh no i got just bluetooth yeah that was a great resolution to that uh and and it's at this point just so i don't forget it later it's at this point where i need to give a shout out and give a credit to john watts the director um I, like I said, I have not been a big fan of the first two Spider-Man movies. Not for any right. like director, directional reasons. It's more just like, you know, they just didn't feel like the, the right vibe to me for Spider-Man. But um, I would love for you to explain why, because I think we have the same feeling there. Yeah, uh, I, I can tell you why. And um, I, there's a lot and of I feel like it'll pay off towards the end if we talk about it now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, with the first two Spider-Man movies, I felt like he just had uh, too much. Too much resources. I mean, the, the part of Peter Parker's journey is the struggle and the sacrifices he has to make to balance his life living as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. In the first movie, he's literally, like, hanging out with a billionaire, getting all his tech, all his supplies. Hey, I need help with this. Iron Man swoops in. No problem, bro. I got you. And you see the little bit of adversity towards the end where it's like, oh, you know, I'm down to my sweatpants suit and I'm trying to stop this like vulture guy who doesn't even really have a beef with me. His beef is with Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, to then take that and be like, yeah, I am just going to be your problem. Uh, and, and then once he figures that out, he. He's like, oh, I got this. And, and Tony Stark's like, yep, you're an Avenger now, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he, here's your perfect suit and all this stuff. And then Far From Home, you know, it, it took him so far out of his element. You know, you've got the couple of school-age friends, but he's not dealing with the regular adversities and struggles that he normally would. You know, he's abroad in Europe on some fancy school trip, and he's dealing with, Again, another villain that has beef with Iron Man, and he's got technology that, you know, he's got these drones, <laughs> these space drones that were somehow entrusted to a 16 or 17 year old kid. It just didn't make a lot of sense. And it didn't. And feel... he's got the full Stark tech yeah. on his face. Yeah. It just felt too yeah. disconnected. Uh, not that I didn't think he was wasn't a great Spider Man. I do think that he had that in him, and he had the potential to do it. And I really thought that that came through, and it shown more in this movie for various reasons. But that's kind of the short end of it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I've been recapping a lot. What do you? <laughs> what happened after well, that? Uh, <clears throat> so after after we uh, talk to Strange, you know, we do have those villains come through, and we see Green Goblin there as well. Got a big pop from my theater too when he floated down. With yeah. That. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, William Defoe, man. Let me talk about my boy William William Defoe. <laughs> William fast. Defoe, man. What? What? Uh, William Defoe 
Willem, excuse, pardon me. No, 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 you're fine. Willem <laughs> Dafoe uh, took his Green Goblin. That was already, like, pretty dang near excellent. Yeah. In the original Spider-Man movie. And he elevated it in this movie to such a degree where you really had to put respect on Norman Osborn Green Goblin's name. Put respect on it. And on top of that, he became, I mean, he had people loathing this man Yeah. by that point later in the, in the movie. And we'll get to all that a little bit later, but yeah. um, he, it was a masterful performance. He somehow, like, I, I watched the interview. He came back specifically because he was like, I'm 66 years old, but I'm still going to do my action scenes because that's yeah, that's what's yep. fun. That's what gets me invested in these characters. And you could tell. And Willem Dafoe has got a, let's just say, a, a unique face, right? And he, he was allowed. He looks like Green Goblin. Huh? He looks like the Green Goblin. He, he I, one, <laughs> out, You know, can I tell you who he looks like? I'm, I'm just putting this out there. DC... You guys messed up because you guys had this guy fully available to be your Joker, and now he cannot do that. Willem Dafoe would have been the perfect Joker, especially after this performance. You kidding me? Yeah. However, equally a fantastic Green Goblin, and he was able to freaking morph his face to do some of the craziest looks. Bro, he was having fun. He yeah. was having fun in some of the most brutal scenes in the movie. <laughs> it was so good. Such a good performance. So, Also, I'm not even going to save this for later. He handed out one of the most ridiculously uh, brutal spine busters. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dude. It was like, oh, Arn Anderson showed up with the, dude. <laughs> I was like, yo, a spine buster through two floors? My goodness. <laughs> but anyway, you're Crazy. you're right. You were you were about to say that they 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 showed up in, in Strange's basement and they started locking him in. Yeah, so that's what was cool, right? So uh, this this is where we got something really fun. <laughs> we got a really weird banter that I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. between the Green Goblin, Electro. Sandman, Ned, <laughs> like it was just so <laughs> weird and fun. There was like, I, there was a ton. Oh my gosh, that's so much. Yeah, <laughs> Doc Hock, and I was like, wait, what is happening right now? Yeah, are we just talking about stuff? So anyway, Pete has to go get all of these villains uh, with a with a magical wristlet that uh, Strange made him to and transports all the villains back into uh, into holding. And that's kind of where business picks up. Oh, yeah. Uh, They all realize that they are now captive and Doctor Strange is going to send them back to their respective times and universes. And every one of them has been plucked from their time and universe immediately before their death. So to go back means they will be dead. Right. And they're all kind of discussing that, which was so cool. Yeah. So cool. This. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> and that starts the uh, the, the big chase scene in the movie. Right. With 
Strange trying to get back this MacGuffin from Spider-Man. Because he's just on the run with it because he doesn't want to kill the the uh, villains and he doesn't want to end it like that for them. He wants to see if he can save them. And Strange says, no way. We've already done too much. They need to go back. They need to li live out their fate. And they need to go. So, and they need to go now, basically, before anything else bad, terrible happens. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, man. What do you think about that whole sequence? The, the whole sequence. First, when Spider-Man had to go, like, retrieve Electro and Sandman. I loved how they acknowledged Sandman not being evil at the end of it. Like, he was like, yeah. hey, Peter, what do I do to help? And he's like, oh, go, go. Yeah. Like, they acknowledged that yeah. part in Spider-Man 3 at the end. And uh, Jamie Foxx, I, we didn't give enough credit to Jamie Foxx. Uh, I thought he shined here. Did we, did we pass over him too quick? Because uh, we, you might be right about we that. We did. His <laughs> Max Dillon, first of all, he had some of the best lines in the movie. Yeah. Um, he, uh, it was a night and day improvement over his, uh, this is Max what it should have been the whole time, man. Yeah. Um, it should, it should have let him just be Jamie Foxx. Just let him be the, Jamie Foxx. That's why we talked about this. I hated yeah. that whole overblown nerd aspect with the comb over and, and they acknowledged, mm -hmm. hey, hey bro, you look different. Like how, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, you got your teeth fixed and all this stuff is <laughs> like. Even he was like, "Yeah, I look a lot better in this universe." Right? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'm digging it. I'm, I'm, I like how this universe feels." Um, but yeah, let him be Man. himself, and he plays so well off of Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, yeah. Thomas Hayden Church. You know, he he was like, I love the 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 line that he had with uh, Thomas Hayden Church or Sandman. Where he was like, hey, man, how'd you get your powers? Oh, I fell into this uh, collider thing. He's like, yeah, uh -huh. I fell into a vat of electric eels. Eels. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to stop falling into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and man. I, something else that was cool here, right? So they're in a new universe. Yeah. And immediately, Jamie Foxx's Electro says, the power feels different here. Yeah. Which is almost sign signaling that, A, there's Infinity Stones, or were Infinity Stones in this universe. Mm -hmm. There is uh, arc reactor energy, because he has to feel it all around, because so much of the city's already powered by it. Yeah. How how awesome was that call-out? It was. So and smart, I, man. I loved how it, they used it to give him his power boost later yeah. in the movie. Uh, yeah. And you could tell he's so happy he doesn't have to be in like blue makeup and CGI and all this stuff. He's just like, hey, look, I'm going to be myself. You know, I've, I, I've got that. I, I've played a villain before. I know how to do it. You know, I'm a good actor. Let me do my thing. And he did. He absolutely did. Um, just fantastic. Uh, it's just so good. So good. Even the lizard. I was like, why does the lizard look kind of dope here? <laughs> right. Like the way they played right. with the shadows and stuff. I was like, he didn't look mm -hmm. this cool in that movie. But his design isn't that different. So mm -mm. what are they doing? <laughs> I don't know. It, it mm, Doing it correctly. Yeah, they're doing it. Oh, I have a lot to say about that. My God. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. um, and And then 
so I believe after that is when Strange is like, yeah, these these people are going to die. We're going to send them back. We're going to die. Yeah. And Peter makes the choice. He's like, I, I can't just let these people die. I have to try to help them, which is the correct Spider-Man thing to do. That That is very invocative of Peter Parker. Um, and then there's the one of the most fun sequences where he is... <laughs> He decides to beef with Doctor Strange. That is not somebody. <laughs> I know, man. That is not somebody I want to tussle with in any no. language. He's, All right. But he's. He, I guess he wants that, that action right. because he sure goes after. Mop, 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 mop. No, he's really just trying to play run and, and keep away. But, like, yeah. this dude uh, knows how to use portals. He has access to the mirror dimension. He dropped him in the mirror dimension. I was like, what are we going to do here now? <laughs> You can't just slide out of the mirror dimension, but it was so clever how they found a way around that. He just used math. He just was yeah. like, oh, this is basic geometry. Those are, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the shape. Uh, Archimedes diagrams or something like that. I don't know, math term. And he used angles to like web up Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension <laughs> and to leave him there. <laughs> and he when he got out later there was a great callback to his line to loki's line from thor ragnarok is like i have been dangling for 12 hours <laughs> uh i have been falling for 30 minutes <laughs> oh one of my favorite so lines good. it's so good it's it's so good and we get the whole thing where he's trying to help the villains obviously it goes wrong it causes, I think, one of the... It, it was kind of a shocker, but I also saw it coming where they killed Aunt May. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she got off the, with great power comes great responsibility. Can line. I tell you? She said the line. Mm -hmm. And I immediately said out loud in a quiet theater... <laughs> Oh no! Because <laughs> I did not see it coming. It's a wrap. And, uh, <laughs> my wife was like, "Shh." I'm like, "Oh, that was out loud. Right. That was that felt internal." <laughs> uh, I felt the same way. Um, when, but Dude, before blindsided. that, blindsided. When she got when she got clipped by that goblin glider, I was yeah. like, I, I was like, uh, th "There's no way she should be getting up from that." First of all. This is a maybe 60-year-old woman. And, and she got up like, ah, just knock Yeah, she's like, woo! Brushed that off. <laughs> I was like, you better be secretly bleeding or something, because there's no way. You took that like a, a spear to the back. And I saw the daggers out. I know there were stabbing purposes and intentions on there. <laughs> Peter did not defend you. <laughs> so then so she crazy, fell over, man. and I was like, ah, here that we go. That was so emotional for me, because... For for that scene, right? Mm -hmm. I just realized right then, I was like, "Oh, we've never even talked about Ben. Yeah, we've never talked about any of that. Yeah, and it doesn't even exist here. This is this this is the origin story, right? So that was one of the points I was going to say a little bit later. Yeah. Actually, somebody told me." Or I was listening to somebody's review, and uh, we came to the realization. It was like, oh, all three of these movies were his origin. Yes. Yes. This is it. Yeah. We didn't get the full, correct Peter Parker experience. 
until after mm-hmm. this movie. Right. Pop. But, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, we we sold it short. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, the internet even sold it short. Yeah. Because we were more focused on who was going to be in it mm-hmm. rather than what this movie meant. Yeah. To the MCU and to Spider-Man in the future. Yeah. And, and and just going back to this scene and and some of the scenes that led up to it. I mean, again, the action was fantastic. Uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man, and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin were throwing hands in yeah. that apartment building, bro. Can, can we talk about that real quick? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about uh, Spider Man. Yeah, and his fighting in this movie. Yeah, it. It got ramped up a lot. Right. I mean, it was it was a lot. Like, I've never seen him punch anyone like he did in this movie. Yeah. Or fight anyone like he did in this movie. Yeah. That suplex. Oh, my God. <laughs> he also I mean, that... hit. He, you know, credit to the people that pointed this out. But he also hit the Spider-Man video game move where he jumped in the air and he webbed two things and then he pulled himself down for the kick. Oh, God. I was like, whoa! God. <laughs> oh, it's just so cool, man. Um, But yeah, he's trying to get away uh, because I may just die. The cops are closing in on him. Uh... You know, J. Jonah Jameson's calling him, oh, he's a menace! And he's brooding in the rain. And we're just, like, left on this really down note, like, man, dang, where do we go from here? Boom, Mm -hmm. next scene, portal opens up, Andrew Garfield steps through. Yeah. Ned opens up a... That's that, man. I'm a little (laughs) mad at that, because it took Doctor Strange forever in a day (laughs) to open a single portal. Is Ned the next and Ned is supreme? doing it on accident, right? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but Ned, yeah. who has Doctor Strange's sling ring, because Peter took it from Doctor Strange when he webbed him up in the uh, mirror dimension, <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah, again. Which, also, just take a second to to think about the line I just said. Ned oh, has Doctor Strange's sling ring because Peter Parker webbed up Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension. <laughs> <laughs> So crazy. Oh, I love it. But Andrew love Garfield it. Spider-Man steps through this portal. And I have to tell you right here and right now. He was the most likable than he's been in any of his own movies. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Why, man? They fixed. Why do I need another Spider-Man movie with him now? Yes. <laughs> he was such a good speak yeah. in this. After this. He was let me can I say something that's not popular? Yes. I liked him as Peter Parker the best. Ooh. Out of all three. I did. Alright. I mean, to each their own. I thought his Peter Parker was an insufferable D-bag. But in this <laughs> Oh wait, wait. Were you talking were you talking about in this or just in general? 
The in this. Oh, in, in this. this. No, okay, no, okay. no, no, not in okay, general. I'm sorry, in this, I'm sorry. I felt like he was the best Pete. I only heard. I only heard. Like I heard. No, no, he was the best no, Peter no. Parker. I my can, eyes I, honestly, I can't even. I I think I've watched both Amazing <laughs> twice, and I. It's they're they're difficult to watch. Yeah. He he was certainly the most fun Peter Parker when he started like get because you had that kind of world weary. He had a pathos to him without mm-hmm. being kind mm-hmm. of the older Peter Parker, like Toby Maguire's was, who who obviously came through later. But and, and you know, Tom, he's he's very childlike. Um Andrew feels more within that range of like the Spider-Man that we kind of all know and love in that mid-range yeah. kind of and you're right. He he I mean he just shined, man. He just shined. Mm-hmm. This was a performance you could tell he always wanted to give. Yeah. And he had a chance to do it. Um and I appreciate him going out by the way and just straight up lying to us. No, I'm not in this movie. Stop asking me. No. Still. No, stop asking me. No, I'm not in this movie. <laughs> Still this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Uh, we know. We know." He's like, "What are you talking about? I don't know." I'm I'm not I'm not in this thing. I I want more people to just straight up lie to us. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because yeah. it don't, paid don't off. Don't even like play this. the game like, oh, "I don't know. You have to wait and see." He's yeah. like, "No." Yeah. No like, They never called me. Yeah. They never called me. I don't know. He's like, boy, I, I, w- I sure would like to be in this movie. I hope Marvel calls me one day. Charlie Cox, too. Charlie Cox is like, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I I hope to be the, uh, Daredevil again one day. But <laughs> he's known about this for years. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So, and, and let me also give flowers to uh, Zendaya and Jacob Batalon and Marissa Tomei because they had so much to do and they just held it all down, man. And their characters were completely underserved in in the other movies. I'll just say yeah. that too. They they had nothing really to do. They had maybe five minutes of screen time. They actually meant something in this movie, and it made the gut wrenching takeaway at the end so much more painful oh my gosh um but yeah anyway we're going back to andrew garfield so you describe andrew garfield stepping through the portal and then hanging from the ceiling getting down cobwebs (laughs) (laughs) that the whole interaction was so fun yeah 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 because i mean so so Zendaya and Jacob, they you know, their characters know who Spider-Man is. They know who Peter Peter Parker is. Right. And to see somebody else, they were completely skeptical and had him go through a few trials to show that he was really Spider-Man, yeah. including hanging from the ceiling and getting spider webs from, <laughs> from Ned's grandmother's corner yes. of her ceiling. Yes. Oh, it was so good. Such a great back and forth, man. Mm-hmm. Such a great back and forth. And elevated even further when five minutes later, Toby Maguire steps through a portal. I know. God. Looking great. I mean, he looks older. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't Still have looks great. the baby face that he had in his earlier yeah. movies. But man, holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh what a moment for the theaters. There was an applause break for each one of them. It was just like, yeah, 
Yes! <laughs> and again, I've been telling this podcast for weeks. I was like, keep the expectations low. I yeah. doubt this happens. Do you understand the amount, the insane amount of insaneness that has to happen to justify this thing to be legit? Yeah. I was like, do you know all the things this movie has to pull off for the internet to be happy with it? Bro, why is the internet happy with it? The internet not just (laughs) happy with it. (laughs) They They are are. in love with it. There are people talking about this movie is better than Endgame, which I would not go that far. But, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it delivered on so many levels <laughs> at this point. At this point, where we are right now, mm-hmm. with Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all in this universe with all the villains. I mean that that is a huge deliver. Yeah, and making it make sense Ugh. and be fun. Yes, and so at this point, this is where. All three Pete's come together mm-hmm. and just fun, just love. A just love. Lo- how did you feel about that? How did you feel? It was a Man. love letter to Spider-Man as a franchise. Yeah. Right. It was not just pandering. Pandering is these cameos being five minutes at the end of the movie. This was extended scenes with these characters interacting. At one point, they did the literal Spider-Man meme where they're just pointing to each other in a circle. Oh, no, this this Peter. No, this Peter. This Peter. Um, Also, I didn't bring this up, but Willem Dafoe earlier in the movie, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. I laughed so hard in the movie theater when he said that. I just... (laughs) And that meme is only like a couple of years old, right? It's not yes. even. It's that, not even. No, it hasn't been around for ten years. Like a SpongeBob they had to have put that in more recently. Oh, they were like, "Hey, you know, it'd be cool if you just mentioned the the meme." And now I'm something of a scientist. I, I just <laughs> I loved it, and they they referenced as many things as they could. There was multiple times where they came back to the whole uh bro we got web shooters why do you have organic webs thing like, and they that grossed them thing. out <laughs> are you are you blocked what does that stump, stuff does come it, out of does it, is that the only place right <laughs> like they genuinely want to know how that works right no please keep <laughs> explaining no yeah we have questions <laughs> but yeah man let's just get into the third I act. mean just to even touch on that though man yeah. wait a second just to even touch on that that being such a big difference between the movies mm-hmm. and then pointing them pointing it out and not shying away from those differences yeah just, brilliant just wild brilliant fully 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 wild to me um <laughs> I mean what else what else can I say we get into the third act uh, the the three Spider Men are working together. Doctor Strange comes back. Zendaya and uh, uh, I, MJ and Ned come back, and yeah. <laughs> and they have the whole shenanigans with the portal and trying to close it and all that stuff. There was oh jeez. So first of all, they're 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 curing these villains as they go right, mm-hmm. and there is a scene, and, and we called this from the trailer. Where yeah, we did. MJ is falling. Yeah. And 
Tom Holland Peter is going to save her. And he gets caught by the Goblin's glider. And Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, you could tell as soon as he noticed and he starts running, audience erupted. Yes. Mine too. On a Saturday. <laughs> Pack theater. Yes. IMAX. And he saved her and the way he sold that moment can I tell you, bruh, let me, let me, this is, this is the accomplishment that this movie, this, this is where it put it to the, to the point where I was like, oh, this is the movie of the year for me. When your movie is paying off other franchises, bad, bad movies, Better than the movies themselves. I didn't even did. think about that, man. <laughs> you are paying off bad movies better than the. It's insane to me. God, when you said it's a love letter to the entire Spider-Man franchise, yeah, you were you're you're absolutely right. There's so much redemption here of things that weren't done right before. Yeah. yeah. It, and and this movie did not shy away from the bad elements either. No, no, it didn't. Oh, who'd you fight? Oh, I, I fought an alien goo monster. Oh, I fought uh, a purple uh, alien from outer space with magic yeah. axe. Uh, I have a <laughs> Russian guy in a tank suit. Even acknowledging that yeah. deserves because it's like, bruh, like come on, we know how bad that is. And now we're openly mocking it. This is this is insane. It is an impossible movie. Impossible movie. I, I it's hard to wrap your head around, right? Yeah. So Pete is out to kill Green Goblin. Yes. That's his main motivation here. Also, this is where For Willem the death Defoe. Of this is where Willem Defoe mm-hmm. truly shined. Yeah. yeah. So we'll put that out there. Um, the fight scene with those two? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That was one of the best ones that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And it and it had it had more gravity, right? It definitely did. It it had a little bit more weight than because you kinda want it to happen, but you don't want him to go that way. Yeah. You know, because he's out to kill him. Yeah. And I love that it was Toby Spider-Man that stepped in. Again, <laughs> another piece of redemption. Paying off, and that was a yeah. good movie, and you're paying off the good ones and the bad ones. You're paying yeah. off other franchises. What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that was that was one of uh, Toby Spider-Man's biggest regrets, right? Yeah. It, that even showed... That same movie, and then later uh, in Spider-Man 3, that that was still haunting him. Mm -hmm. And to have that piece of redemption, the same way uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man did with MJ versus Gwen. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. Huge. It's so big. Man, they they just... I feel like they got us, bro. They they just... they, They did things in this movie that I... Would have never thought that they could do, and they pulled it off yeah. after we were saying they couldn't do even the slightest. Yeah, and 
and I've heard multiple reviewers say this, and, and this is why that it's been getting such good scores. This is a giant movie. Yeah. With not one or two villains, which is the complaint. Oh, it's too many villains. It's had five villains. And you're also <laughs> discussing the multiverse leaking into your into your thing. There's a mid mid movie battle with Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension. And yet this feels like such a personal story to Peter Parker. How? It's, How? It's literally a magic trick. Um, it's literally a magic trick. And this movie is why I now know why John Watts, the director of this movie, got or is getting to do the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Cause... So somebody saw this movie and was like, you know what? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's also like it's it's really like you know they 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 did they took the Russos route right they were like oh this movie's good oh this mm-hmm. movie is gonna make us billion dollars mm-hmm. uh you wanna you wanna do a Fantastic Four movie yeah, yeah. we want to keep you in the family <laughs> um I'm gonna be ready next time. I'm gonna be ready for another Watts trilogy of some sort. <laughs> I'm gonna have my feelers out. I'm gonna be be watching everything. Apparently, apparently. So, so yeah. that piece of redemption that Toby that Toby Spider Man offers saves Tom Spider Man from just a life filled with regret at this point. Yeah, he's got his own baggage to carry. He doesn't need Toby's, so he saved him from that. Um, and then that brings us to Doctor Strange. Yep. And Doctor Strange, uh, the the multiverse. Oh, there was a moment where Green Goblin was fighting the Spider-Man and he threw a bomb that broke the decahedron and basically broke the multiverse on some real like anarchy chaos. He's like, I don't care. (laughs) I slipped the bomb in the thing. Um, So that broke it open and... Doctor Strange is trying to contain the multiverse from leaking in, which there's going to be repercussions for that. Uh, You know, we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) So Spider-Man agrees. Hey, Tom Holland, Spider-Man agrees. Hey, the whole world has to forget who I am. And Doctor Strange agrees. Sorry, kid. This is the way that it is. He says his goodbyes. Whole world forgets and literally resets him to being the Peter Parker with the apartment and the where's the rent and and the struggles and And everything, everything, everything that he should have been a sewn suit, a sewn suit with the colors so bright. It's like Spider-Man came right off the comic book page. Yeah. That color blue. Yeah. Along with that red was literally the classic Spider-Man suit. And the small eyes. Oh my yeah. God. God. So this this movie has 
closed out two other series. Well, might have opened one up. It may have. (laughs) (laughs) And effectively rebooted itself. Yes. Why did we not see this coming? Can you can you speak on that for a second? Why didn't we see this coming with May? Mm-hmm. With great power comes great responsibility. Him leaving these things behind. And then we have a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see this coming, I think, because we assumed it already happened. I think we assumed that the, the Uncle Ben stuff, the great... Why did we do that? Because it's ing- we all knew the story. It didn't yeah. have to be told to us. But we were tricked from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, so, this... When I try to rank... The, obviously, this is a, a video game windscreen for me. Um, me too. I mean, let's just get that out of the way. I, I don't there's know if there's a... something above that, but I would I would make it that, and then I would give it that score. Um, I'm having a hard time when I rank these on whether or not I like this better. Like, if I like this more or less than Into the Spider-Verse. Because mm. I thought Into the Spider-Verse was the most Spider-Man story you could possibly do. And boy, <laughs> howdy, was I wrong. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> well, for me, this is the best Spider-Man thing that we've ever seen. I, I, I still haven't put my finger... I mean, gosh. I mean, you throw- Into the Spider-Verse is fantastic, right? Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, I don't think it had the weight that this movie does. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do what this movie did. Yeah. It did so much, man. You you called it yourself. Mm-hmm. It completely rectified stories of two other series. Yep. And then effectively rebooted itself to be where the Spider-Man needed to be. Yep. Now. That, that's deep. I have to take some time to talk about the post credit scenes. Okay, can we, can we also say about Jamie Foxx calling out Black Spider-Man? Oh, we know uh, Miles Morales exists in this universe already. We're just waiting for him to show up. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll get through another Peter trilogy and then yeah. we'll get the Miles, but we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, there is um, two post-credit scenes. The first one is Eddie Brock at the end of Let There Be Carnage. And no, I have not seen Let There Be Carnage. I did watch the post credit scene on YouTube, though, because I was Can like, I tell you that I watched it last week? Did you? It was the worst. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm going to go ahead and just give it a review right now of Mudbutt. <laughs> I don't think we've ever given a movie Mudbutt. We that movie was yet. bad. That bad? I knew, I knew that I wanted to watch it, but it was only streamable if you paid like $20 for it, and I knew I didn't yeah. want to pay $20 for it, so... Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate, but I did watch the post credit scene and uh it explained he just shifted into the universe and obviously it was because of the whole Doctor Strange spell. Yeah. Um whatever, he's having his back and forth at some tiki bar or something, blah blah blah. Uh but the interesting part is he shifts back to his universe, which I was like, Oh, okay, interesting. 
and he leaves a dot of the goo behind. And there is a theory that's floating around. Because if you notice at the end credit scene of Venom Let There Be Carnage, Venom, when he sees Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he immediately goes up and, hey, that's... Mm. Because he's in part of an intergalactic hive mind. Yep. That intergalactic hive mind... Already knows Pete. Maybe knows him from different universes. And by yeah. leaving a piece of that in this, in the MCU, I think we're going to get a whole nother Venom. Yeah. An MCU Venom. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not the next movie. Nope. Maybe not I, the one after that, but I think, it's coming. I think they were like, y'all get a Venom, we get a Venom. Yeah. And as t- as whatever Tom Hardy does with his thing, um, that eventual MCU Spider-Man versus Venom fight is going <laughs> to be, mwah, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for it. Big time. Um, so that's the first post-credit. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that knocked my freaking socks off. The second post-credit scene mm-hmm. was a teaser for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They let so much go. What do I say? They what let so say? much go. I mean it. Um, Mordo with the clean dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanda. Yeah, Wanda. Yeah. Hey, bro, I need your help. I'm, I'm, I'm in a rough spot. Uh, we saw America Chavez a little in bit. Jean Jacket. Jean Jacket. We saw Shuma freaking Gorath. What is happening in this movie? And to cap it all off, it seems like the villain... Of the of the freaking movie is Strange Supreme from What If? Yeah, looking dope. <laughs> chills. I have I have chills thinking about it now. Why was that so good? <laughs> now, what if? <laughs> what if introduced us to the most badass Strange Supreme? Yes. And did you see this coming at all? For some reason, no, I didn't. And I think this also stood out of our head. MCU's like, it's all connected. But we're like, mm, what if's animated? It's over yeah. here. And we kind of left it there, right? Yeah. You know what's starting to scare me a little bit? Why is Marvel Studios working on this X Men '97? Can, can I know? <laughs> let, let, let me tell you. So I was talking with. Oh my god! Just gave me chills. I was talking <laughs> with my son. Yeah. And we brought that up, right? And I this was after they announced it. I'm like, no, no, no. They they'll use this as a vehicle to introduce. But what if this '97? Is just canon from the get go. How? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. How did they get? 
all three Spider-Man and pull it off in one movie and I, make me feel like this is the one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. How is this franchise able to surprise us? That you, that's my thing. Yeah, how is it able to know us? Oh, it knows us because it knows what we read and what we do. God. So there's a few other things I want to say about the performance of this movie. Uh, first of all, um, this movie shattered box office records. I think the analysts were projecting, oh, over 100, 150 maybe, 160. $260.1 million just domestically. In a pandemic. In a pandemic. How does it feel knowing that the two top movies of all time are Endgame mm-hmm. and then No Way Home? I was totally Isn't fine. Isn't that crazy? I was too totally fine with it being Endgame and Infinity War. But like, whoa. Like, this, this thing swooped in. Do you understand what this movie did? In a pandemic... This is the highest opening gross in December for any movie. It beat every Star Wars movie that released in December. Yeah. 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 You know what it's made uh worldwide yet? I know it's like 650 or something uh, like that. I think I saw After today, I think it's closer to 650, yeah. But like the analysts are already saying there's no way this stays under um a billion and it has no. oh, this movie has not come out in china they don't know Dude, if it is going it is to come still out. selling out theaters as of yesterday yes selling out in a pandemic where these theaters could not keep you know what i i think the highest grossing film before this was like uh it was either black widow i think, I think it, was it was black, black widow, widow with 90 million yeah hmm <laughs> No. no. Or actually, I think it was Venom. Venom Let the Brie Carnage. I think that was, was the highest it? gross. Ugh. I think it made a hundred, maybe. I don't know. Uh, either way, um, this movie is doing uh, buku business. And there's now a petition online with, I think, something like 500,000 signatures or something already <laughs> uh, requesting Andrew Garfield uh, portray Spider-Man in, in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah. And there's all this talk online now, too, of, uh, oh, all these people want Amazing Spider-Man 3 when they were bashing Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2. No, no, no. That was for good reason. Those were not great. It was, they weren't. And here's the deal. We've seen what good direction, a good script can yes. do for Andrew Garfield. Oh, my God. He's such a talented actor. He's classically trained. He has a deep love and appreciation for Spider-Man. Yeah. I was not a fan of his first two movies. I have been very clear about that. I would like to see this portrayal of Andrew Garfield go up against Tom Hardy's Venom. I'll even watch him versus Morbius. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. That's a... Oh, no. I don't know what... <laughs> yeah. This movie did yeah. not answer any questions for me about what is happening in Morbius, by the way. <laughs> no, it didn't, right? 
Not at all. Well, that was going to be something I wanted to bring up tonight because I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know what happened here. I don't know how Michael Keaton's vulture is there. I don't know. It it makes no sense to me. And I can't believe how a paper daily bugle. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I'm already not wanting to see it. So I don't know. (laughs) That might be on you. That might be a rental. Oh, man, you're going to make me go to the theaters to watch Morbius, aren't you? <laughs> just, I still got to find my way sometime too. in the I next can't. week to go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, uh, man. So we've got that petition going. The performance of this movie is just, I mean, I'm so happy for theaters because this is like some much needed revenue. Yeah. And it's just... It's just heartening to see people wanting to go back to the theaters for something. So we were uh, we went to the uh, AMS or the uh, the Cinemark at the uh, mall that has the IMAX that you know about. You know? Yeah, yeah. And they had two concession stands open, two concession lines open, mm-hmm. and that lobby was packed. Yes, I'm like, oh, y'all weren't ready. <laughs> y'all were not ready. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was crazy in there. Yeah. I also finally found uh, the theater experience that I like uh, going to the AMC. Um, They had a uh, dine-in option where you could have the food and drinks sent to you. Most importantly, it was not prime. So I didn't get 12 prime commercials before the movie started. And my tweet, my seat didn't needlessly vibrate. And I actually had a table, like a, like a little flip out. Yeah. It just kind of swiveled in front of me. So I could put like things on top of, it was just nice. And I was like, wow, I actually had a great movie experience again, a a flawless Mm. movie experience that I have not had in a while. Uh, Going back to Uh, very early 2020 when I went to go see uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in the theater caught oh, on fire. Man. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I have been craving you didn't even leave. <laughs> a decent movie experience for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, holy crap. They did it. They freaking yeah. did it. God. Well, I guess you liked it. So. I think I did. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much more I want to talk about with this, but uh, I, I think we're already at our hour marker. I didn't expect mm-hmm. us to go. I thought we maybe would talk about it for a half hour and then, you know, carry there's on. To, there's a lot to do there. There's, there's a really lot. a lot to do. There's a lot to unpack uh, that that will continue to be unpacked from this movie moving forward. We got confirmation of Daredevil in the universe. We got confirmation, uh, you know. Of the multiverse and, and yeah. Toby Maguire. I think Spider-Man I still feel Doctor. like this movie is going to have some more consequence and repercussion as we move forward. Oh yeah, like there's this still is... going to be things that we that we find. Out. I mean, just just even knowing that Spider Man is out there, yeah. will his presence in the MCU be lessened? Yeah, because it's not Pete. Because Spider Man still saved the world. Yeah. So I don't know. This don't is know. the catalyst, I think, moving forward for mm-hmm. how this stuff is gonna go so and it also really helped me understand what what the multiverse is and how it works yes 
which is going to be so, super important. Exactly. And again, that exactly. teaser for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness looks so good. And I'm going to tell you, I really do think... I, I've been hearing from multiple reports in various spheres that I listen to. They're like, you don't even understand who is going to show up in Multiverse of Madness. Awesome. Like, nothing's been leaked. Um... And they're like, they're, this we're, is what, we're June? in. Is that where uh, we're in? May, I think. Mm. Uh, but we're in for some really, really good stuff. My theories, uh, I think we're going to get the big woman. Yeah? I think the big woman is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot freaking wait. <laughs> I know you can't. Because if we're just acknowledging what if like that, then let's get the big woman out here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peggy Carter. Let's get it. Peggy, let's Captain, do Captain it. Carter. Let's, let's do it. Let's here. get some Peggy. I yeah. mean, if we're, if we're doing what if. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, uh, what other franchises can we just rope into this mode? You said let's get the big woman. I'm ready. Let's get Eric Bana's Hulk. Go, go oh, sign shit. up Ben Affleck and get his Daredevil out here. Oh, shit. Let's go get. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean know. to say that. <laughs> You have to have Duke and those. <laughs> Bruh, a whole separate universe of X-Men just gonna walk in? Oh. I oh god, there's so much, man. Is Deadpool just gonna stroll through a portal? And help out you Doctor Strange? You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for that movie. And it's only a couple of months away. And I It is. Also, I have to say, it's like this four is, and a half months, man. This is the greatest year of Marvel content that I think we might ever get. This year started out on fire with WandaVision, and it closes out on fire with Spider Man No Way Home. Um, well, we have one more thing. Oh, yeah, we do. I'm not going to put that high expectations on it. No, I think that there is an expectation, though. I think we're going to see something. We could. You know, I can't. uh, It'll be something. It'll it'll be exciting to see that close out. Because keep in mind, this is all about timing. Is it a coincidence that No Way Homes, Spider-Man ends the same time and place? Nope. It is not. I choose to believe that it is not. We'll see in a few hours. A but, few hours for us. By the yeah. time you guys listen to this, it might be uh, your today. So, yeah. Sorry, we're already outdated. Anyway, <laughs> we're an hour and ten over. That has been our show for this week. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. I was, I was, I, I really wanted to hear your insight, and what you thought about that. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, you're my, you're my go-to on everything Marvel. And, oh, it sounds I, like we had the same. Same great time with this movie. Oh, yeah. I just needed your your reactions and hot takes, too. Hey, <laughs> you know what I would have loved? If he would have called a pigeon. That would have that would have sealed the oh, deal Oh, damn. I would have walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved. That would have been my little. That would have been my little chef's kiss to Steve. That was for you, bud. <laughs> I caught this pigeon. Well, better head out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, you can reach out to us on any of our social media pages. We have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. You can also um, 
you know, just like, rate, and subscribe us, whatever you're listening to us through, whatever mm-hmm. service you found the show through and you're listening to this. Uh, please give us a like, rate, and subscribe. Give us some comments. Give us some feedback. Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? Well, you're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you'll find me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve L. Dub. That's right. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at LT the fifth. That's at LT T H A F I F T H. And of course you can always email the show nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We will happily talk about them and rate them on the show. Well, not rate your questions, but we'll talk about them on the show. Yeah, we will. Uh, I promise. I think the last one that was sent in <laughs> is uh, why do we assume that vampires are rich? You could have a broke vampire. We, yeah. we discussed that. We talked about <laughs> we it. We talked about it at length. <laughs> I'm still driving my 97 Honda Civic. Yeah, right. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you think getting bit by a vampire came with financial knowledge? <laughs> Generational wealth? <laughs> oh, man. Last episode of the year, man. Last episode of the year, guys. Uh, we will be back in uh, a couple of weeks. We're taking two weeks off for the holidays. So we will get right back at it with more Nerd Smash TalkCast. But for now, that is our show, and we will talk to you guys later. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, 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 holla. Thanks for a great year. Happy 2021. See you guys in 2022. Yeah. Holla. Holla.